0: Lob Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Pitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, my Blog Talk Radio community. Welcome to all of you who joined me this week for new. And for those who may be joining me in the chat room, I hope you are having a great start to your week, and today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken audio word products, and you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Well, tonight we are going to get organized so we can stay connected with our family, with our friends, and with those who matter to us most. And I'm excited because we have Dr. Angela Chester joining us, and she's going to share ways we can do that because I think the technology, even though it's wonderful, an iPhone, the laptop, tablet, all the gadgets, but sometimes it blocks in our connection with other people. So I'm excited about my interview with Dr. Angela. And, of course, um, in the next half hour, I will be sharing some tips in Taylor's tip time and my product suggestion, app suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion for the week. But before I bring on Dr. Angela, I was Googling. And on DailyMail.com, and it says of September 2014, they have some statistics in regards to the technology and how it interferes with our interaction with others. And this is according to the United Kingdom, and it says 11.4 million tech devices brought to the U.K. dinner table and disrupted meals, 11.4 million. That's a lot. More than a third of kids spend family dinner time distracted by technology and they are especially prone to surfing social media sites such as Facebook. And only one in eight mothers admits to texting their kids to get them to come to the dinner table. So with all the benefits of technology, it's just kind of getting in the way of interacting with each other, which is why I brought Dr. Angela Butts Chester, whose smile reflects her story of personal and professional triumph in Native Virginia. Dr. Chester is a professional speaker, a cancer survivor, and author. Dr. Angela, as she is called, has built a career spanning more than 25 years and thousands of people counsel. As a pastoral counselor and motivational coach, she has a deep passion for showing others how to change their perspective, to change their outcomes. She teaches people how to plan and reach solutions to look beyond the impossible. Dr. Angela has served as an associate pastor, public speaker, purpose coach, and has built a reputation as a thought leader on issues related to motivation and relationship counseling. She is frequently quoted by CNN, the Long Beach Leader, Madame Noir, the main, the, main, the Man Registry, excuse me, the Los Angeles Times, and other publications, in addition to numerous public speaking engagements throughout the year. Dr. Chester currently is a member of the International Women's Leadership Association. She holds a degree in pastoral counseling and divinity from the Trinity Institute. She is the author of numerous books, including the best-selling "Before You Tie the Knot," a premarital counseling workbook for the DIY couple, released in 2008, and a second edition was released in 2014. And she is also a radio host for I Do Radio and Modern Living. With Dr. Angela, and Dr. Angela, excuse me, she resides in California with her husband and children. So I'm going to be bringing Dr. Angela on. Good evening, Dr. Angela. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Um, soon my voice is going in and out, but I believe it is going to be fine for the rest of this segment.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, we will believe for that. Most definitely. We will get through.
0: So my first question before I dig into um, our topic is what made you decide to do what you do, Dr. Angela? Um,
1: I... I knew when I was about 16 years old that I wanted to take all of my attributes, if you will, and make it work for me and for others and to. Just look at the the positive things, the things that I like to do, the things that make me happy, but also the things that I notice seem to make um, an impact on other people. And after speaking with the pastor of my church at the time, um, Reverend Bratt and I kept going over things, and he said, you know, I think what you want to be is a pastoral counselor. I have a love of my faith. Um, I happen to be Christian, but at the same time, I have a... love for helping people and I have the ability to listen to people's problems issues concerns and not have a sense of judgment while they're telling that story many people you can talk to them but boy what are they saying once you're gone and I don't I don't do that It, it doesn't even come up in my spirit to do that so again after speaking with him he says you know I think pastoral counseling is is what you need to do and though I tried to be a little hard headed and I thought that I was going to be a uh, a pre law um political science major uh initially it it did not work um I I just conceded and said okay god I you, I know you know what you're doing I don't know why I was trying to do something differently. Let me go on and do what I am supposed to do. And that has led me down the path of uh, being in ministry and taking that to uh, the next level as far as counseling is concerned. And just sharing my ability to listen, to be able to talk, Um, and, again, just to be able to kind of put people at ease about what's going on and then allowing them to see what their options are instead of just focusing on the negative, um, showing people how to focus more on the positive and the possibilities of what could be and how to select the best option for you. Mm, Which is
0: why I asked you to come speak tonight about communicating and how technology and how social media has really impacted how we communicate with, with family, with friends. So in your opinion, how has technology impacted the way we communicate um, the good and the bad,
1: right? Because there, you know, there are good aspects of it, and there are bad. Um, if we look at technology as a whole, which means that we have a personal side and a business side, um, and I'll just kind of briefly touch on the business side. As far as business is concerned, um, it it allows a different type of reach, if you will. Um, with with business, when we think of commercials and advertisements that are in magazines and, and on billboards and all of that, extreme, it can be extremely expensive depending on the demographic that you're trying to reach. But when we, we look at technology, um, because of social media, that reach is less expensive yet more targeted. So um, those of you who are listening that are e- using Facebook, for example, or Twitter um, for business, you know that you can go in and you can be very precise about who your audience is. If you want teens or adults or seniors, if you want educa- college educated or not, new moms, engaged couples, um, if you're looking for keywords, there's so much you could put in and find people that are local, that are regional, that are nationwide, that are global, and be. Able to reach those people without it touching your pocket as much as it was before. Um, the other side of that on um, business is with um, the customer. The customer can directly connect with your business or at least have a better a sense of that they're getting better customer service sometimes. Um, when, if you're on Twitter and you tweet to a business and you're asking a question, someone's going to tweet you back. They may not necessarily say what you want to hear, but they are going to tweet you back, and it is going to be directly to you with your issue, and that's not a kind of one-size-fits-all kind of FAQ kind of thing. And if you don't see your answer, go ahead and call the 1-800 number. Um, It it can be very, very targeted, and that is uh, such a plus. Um, Personally, when we look at social media, It can give you a sense of choice or a sense of cause. For people that um, are very civic minded, you can use social media to be the change. You can use social media to um, alert others to the causes that you really love. If you want to save the whales, or you want to make sure that an endangered animal is no longer um, being pursued. or it's, let's take care of children. You know, kids need backpacks. It's back to school time. Or um, the homeless need socks. There are so many things, ways that you can use social media um, for the good. And then, of course, the bad side comes. And the bad side many times can be um, that we lose a sense of closeness. That emotional tie that you have with the person that is standing or sitting before you, the, the, the tangible of that emotional connection is many times lost. Maybe not completely, but there's a sense of it that is lost. Um, it, it, friendships sometimes can suffer um, if we're only depending on social media as a means of contacting or, or connecting with that person. And sometimes time and effort is is kind of pushed by the wayside as well. And before, um, I am a person who graduated from school when the number still started with 19-something. And, uh, you know, we still had to drive to each other's homes. We still had to pick up a landline phone and call each other to, to make connections where now many times people have forgotten what it's like to drive to a person's home because they can use technology, be it that it's your phone, your tablet, or, you know, social media in order to connect. So we have to really look at how is social media impacting our world, and is it impacting us positively or is it making a negative impact and what what do we need to do to fix it? And and there's there's easy fixes, but that's a whole different that might be a whole different show. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's interesting how you touched on that because um, as I wanted to share with
0: you was recently there was a storm in this area and you know, the power went out, force of the power, the cable goes out. So my Mm -hmm. girlfriend, um, my godchildren are 16 and soon to be 20. So my godson said, okay, I'm going in the attic and I'm going to get some of my old toys and I am Mm -hmm. going to recapture my youth. And my Mm -hmm. girlfriend said, Janet, she said it was so amazing. She said they were actually playing a game together. Because Mm -hmm. like most kids, everybody's got their own devices. So everybody's doing their own thing. She said, but they were playing. And she said, the house was so quiet because, mm-hmm. you know, the TV wasn't on. And she said, it was just a wonderful thing. She's like, why well, it <laughs> could be like this all the time. So, you know, you're right. It's like we, you know, I grew up at the same time where you, you had to go, you know, if you wanted to really talk to somebody or see somebody, you had to get in the car. Or either you just had to, you know, walk down the street and see a neighbor mm-hmm. sit on the porch, et cetera, but now you can just do FaceTime. So all mm-hmm. the technology, mm-hmm. even though it's wonderful, but it has mm-hmm. taken away from us just being connected.
1: It really happens. It really and truly has. There is, um, and those of you who follow me on Instagram, um, you have seen this little meme, and I'm going to kind of quickly go through it, and I probably won't even hit on all of them. But there was a picture of, like, a desk, a a plain old regular desk and a window, and um, it it was – it has little arrows and it's pointing to the objects on the desk. And it's telling you the difference between, you know, social media of yesterday, let's say, and social media of today. And it was, you know, the little sticky notes, the little Post-it notes. It's like, okay, well, th- that was like Twitter. Your phone was like um, FaceTime or Skype. Uh, YouTube was like looking out the window and seeing what's going on in the world. Um, a, a a a scrapbook or you cutting out pictures and putting them in a photo album. That was like Tumblr. And it was just all of these things that, we were still able to connect and we were still able to have these wonderful relationships with people even though we didn't have the technology that we had today. And you know, you don't miss what you don't have, um, can be definitely applied to this situation. But we were we were also happy. Um and and everything was, was just it was okay the way that it was. And as don't get me wrong, technology has made things Wonderful in, in some instances and sometimes, you know, like you said, if the power goes off or you forgot your charger and your phone goes down, sometimes it can, it can be detrimental depending on what you have to do. But we do definitely have to learn how to balance our, our, our world, be it that it's a digital world or it's an analog world of just doing the tangible things that we have to do.
0: And you're right, and you, it is about a balance because um, for example, you know I'm very I, I try to be very active on social media, but that's because of my business. But also, mm-hmm. I really work hard to connect with people, for example, on Saturdays where I live, we have a nice little shuttle that takes us to the shopping center, so you know we mm-hmm. can go to all the little stores. And I I look forward to that because that's my time to get you know find you know reconnect with my neighbors who I haven't seen all week. So I'm Mm -hmm. but I noticed that a certain generation they'll get on the shuttle and they're constantly looking at their phones. They're constantly listening to music. They're not interacting Mm -hmm. because we all live in the same community. So it's just Mm -hmm. interesting how people you know use even though like you said it's it's a wonderful tool, but how Mm -hmm. they can use that. To just kind of get in the way of of relationships, so what are some of the ways I guess people can begin to really maybe put it down or <laughs> turn it off so they can really <laughs> communicate
1: with each other <laughs> most definitely and that and that's that's such a good question, and one of the things that I really talk about. When I have a workshop where we're talking about building the best family that we can possibly build, and yes, I said build, in that it takes effort, it takes uh, being aware, it takes being in the moment to make sure that you know what's going on in the lives of those people that you call your family, and what can you do? And and one of the things that you can do is designate a a digital or media free time where And if you start this sooner than later, it becomes the norm for your children. It becomes the norm for your spouse as opposed to waiting until your kids are about 16 or 17 and then they're like, you want me to put my phone down? What? Um, If you can start sooner, great. But if you decide tomorrow you're going to do it, understand that you may get a little resistance, but there's a bigger purpose. And if you explain the biggest purpose, and that is we want to know what's going on in your life. And you should want to know what's going on in our lives as well, and let's build this family unit because you don't have forever with your children. You don't have forever to create the bonds, the lasting bonds that family needs in order to survive so if you aren't having dinner at the dinner table and you're having it you know in the family room that's okay it doesn't have to be so traditional that you feel restricted in any way but have dinner where you have dinner all together as much as possible and just say you know what Start small because it's it's about big take, making baby steps until you're able to really submerge yourself into it. You could say on the first Friday or on every Friday or Simply, at dinner time, we're going to put our phones down, and we're going to talk to each other, and we're going to really find out what's going on. Um, you can get really creative with it and have your children decide what topic you're going to talk about, because if you make it fun for them, they will want to be more involved, and um, Your kids are 10 or 12, they probably don't want to talk politics. They don't want to talk about the bills. They don't want to talk about that adult stuff. But if you you can engage them in the conversation and really get their minds thinking about something, then you'll have a better time. Because dinner is only for a certain amount of time. You know, be it that it's a half an hour or an hour, that time can pass really quickly once you get in really engaging and fun conversation with your kids. And for many children, not to get off topic, but for many children, um, and well, I should say teens, for many teens, they are depressed. And they're feeling like the world does not care about them because no one's checking in with them except on social media. And sometimes those check-ins aren't necessarily the best check-ins. So mom and dad, you need to check in with your teens. You need to check in with your little ones. You need to check in with each other and talk about things that are other than just the whole hum, the 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 rat wheel of life and talk about the things that are gonna encourage your family, inspire your family and get everyone wanting to um engage in that moment again. Where it's like, oh great, you know, maybe you don't like mom's meatloaf, but you look forward to the conversation tomorrow. Um, because it's it's now something that you get to share in as a group and that makes you feel important and included.
0: And you know, I you know that that's a good Statement and I agree with you because, and I also think that sometimes as adults, when we take the lead, kids will follow. Because when I have my godchildren, I'm not on the phone, um, mm-hmm. I'm not on my computer. I'm really kind of engaged with them to let them mm-hmm. know they're important to me, I want to know what's going on. And the one time that I did have to do an email and what and uh and respond to a phone call, I explained why I said, you know. This is you know, IKEA's calling. <laughs> so I need to respond to this, but once I respond and they were they were like, Really? And they got excited. He said, Okay, cool and that was the end of it but they like to too too. And and like you said, with the conversation, I don't want to talk about the bills and sometimes sometimes you just kinda of like have to listen and see what what they're talking about and and kind of mm-hmm. chime in and give your wisdom as an adult. So
1: So Doctor mm-hmm. Angela,
0: what do you know, you and your family do? I mean what are what are some ways that you you stay connected with your children?
1: Um, my family I'm gonna say is a blend of traditional and modern i know that one of the easiest ways to get in contact with me happens to be a way in which my phone or my tablet will register i.e send me a text message uh, send me an email to my Gmail account because that's connected to my phone or my tablet. Um, do a, a FaceTime or a Skype call because that's going to be connected to my phone. So it really kind of depends on who you are and why you're trying to connect with me. I make okay. the, the the modern things I make available, and I realize that that is a tool for for my business and for my teens. Because my son is going to text me or he's going to kick me or um, my other son is going to do like a Google call, um, whatever you call that, Google Hangouts, whatever that thing is, you know. And it's like, okay, all of that stuff needs to be on because they each want to call or contact me in a different way. But then I also have to be... Um in touch or in tune with the traditional side, my husband is going to call me on the phone. You know he's not gonna text me. he's gonna actually dial the number and and want me to answer and not go straight to voicemail um he is he's going to want to stop by and and spend time with me for lunch as opposed to doing, you know, just a Skype call because it's really quick and really fast. But then if I look at extended family, um, even though my mother is extremely savvy and she has a smartphone and she will text and all of those things, she also wants to hear my voice. Um, And especially now that my father has passed away, you know, she wants that connection with me to make sure that I'm okay. And I want to connect with her and make sure that she's okay, too. So in knowing what is the most appropriate way to connect with the person in which I'm trying to connect to, right? So – if, if it's something really quick and it's just a quick, you know, mom, I was thinking of you, I love you, I hope you have a good day, I can text that to her. But if I haven't talked to her in two days, I definitely need to pick up the phone and talk to her or even my mother-in-law. Um, it's, it's kind of the same with her as well. So just being aware of what's going on in the world, um, knowing knowing what's best for each person, it's like, when you're in a marriage, you may want to be loved a certain way, but it's not really about you, it's about the other person. It's about how they need to be loved and how your actions register to them and are they registering appropriately? The same way uh, with communication. Are you are you speaking the language of that person? Because if you aren't, then what you're trying to convey to them is going to be totally missed. You know, so you you have to be really really aware. So if you have a teenager, you might need to text them, not necessarily to say come eat dinner, but you know just to is football practice over? Is violin over? I'm on my way. You know, don't forget violin practice today, or don't forget that we have debates today. You know, those little things. But if you if you can find the blend and you can find the balance, then I think that, that that's what's that's what's really really key about making sure that you're family is organized, that they are on the same page, and that there is an understanding of what is expected of each and every person. Mm, That was wonderful.
0: Well, Carla R. Jenkins tweeted that she's listening to the show. Thank you, Carla. Well, Dr. Angela, you've given so much wisdom. I mean, of course, I could talk to you all night. So how can (laughs) listeners connect with you? You know, have you come out and speak or, you know, find out more about Uh your coaching, your counseling,
1: your book? Sure. No, no problem. I try to make everything as organized as I possibly can because that makes things so much easier. Listeners, Please listen to her She's absolutely positively awesome Organization squashes the chaos I'm telling you It really, really, really does work And that goes true with social media And contacting people So on um, social media I am Dr. Angela Chester So if you're trying to contact me On Periscope, on Twitter On Facebook, on Tumblr On all of those things It's Dr. Angela Chester Um, I am Dr. Angela See if you're on Instagram. That's the only one that's different. Dr. Angela C. on Instagram. All others, Dr. Angela Chester, including my website, DrAngelaChester.com. If anyone wants to... Have me speak at their event, or they want to just talk on the phone as opposed to using um, that digital means, they're welcome to call 562 209 2083. That's 562 209 2083, and I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. Um, And I do uh, travel, so coast to coast, north south, doesn't matter. Um, I'd be more than happy to assist. And of course, listeners, as always,
0: you can go to the show page, and there should be a link directly to Dr. Angela's website. Well, Dr. Angela, thank you so much for
1: joining us this evening. Thank you so much for having me on. I enjoyed myself.
0: And you have, and you continue to have a wonderful evening.
1: You as well. Bye bye, everyone. Bye bye. Hello, this is Lori
0: Kennedy from Shred Patrol, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. Yes, I know we're moving into a new season, a new school year, and sometimes you may have to get rid of that paper clutter. So make sure you call Shred Patrol, and thank you so much, Lori Kennedy. Well, that was an awesome interview, and I would suggest that you follow Dr. Angela on social media, or either connect with her and bring her to your organization, your company, your group. So as we talk about communication, um, let me talk about and share with you my audiobook selection for this week. Our sponsor, Audible, is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized, and you can choose from over 180,000 audio programs. And you download the title free and you start listening. It is that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. That's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and start today. And my audiobook selection for this week is Reclaiming Conversations. Power of Talk in a Digital Age, and this is by Sherry Turlick. And she just basically says we live in a, a technology universe, and which we're always communicating, and yet we have sacrificed conversation for mere connection. So, again, that book is Reclaiming Conversation, The Power of Talk in a Digital Age, by Sherry Turkle. So make sure you check out that audiobook and you can get your free audio book and your free 30-day trial. So moving on to my Taylor's Tip time, which is basically I just wanted to share a few tips on scheduling time to reconnect because I think sometimes we get so caught up in our to-dos and our goals and our strategies and our mission statements that sometimes we just have lost the art of connecting with people. The thing you need to do is um, think of some kind of activity. It could be a meal. It could be movie. It could be fun outdoors. Um, coming up in my own life in about three weeks, I have reconnected with women I met over 30 years ago, and I'm hosting a little reunion at my house. Um, a couple of weeks ago, a uh, friend invited us for Sunday dinner. Um, it could be something as simple and as, as as easy as that. So that's the first thing. Think of something to do. Then, of course, you got to schedule in your calendar. Now, of course, the women who I'm reconnecting with 30 years ago, we started scheduling that in February because they are in all parts of the country and they have to travel. So um, we wanted to kind of schedule time. But for the dinner, the Sunday dinner, it was basically an email on a late Friday. Who is in town? Who's available? Dinner, my house, 5 o'clock. It was just that simple. Sometimes we feel like we've got to do the
1: invites,
0: the invitations. Sometimes it's just like, hey, what you doing? And, that's, and actually a neighbor, a friend, and who happens to be also a neighbor, she said, um, Janet, um, we have lots of food because you know how it is when my husband cooks. So come on over for dinner. About 6 o'clock, will that work for you? And sometimes it's just that easy. Or it could be like walking. So schedule a time. Next thing you know, you need to turn off your devices. Okay, you are going, whether you're hanging out, like when I hang out with my girlfriends from 30 years ago, just as when I go to dinner, the phone is turned off um, because there's really nothing. And, you know, of course, it depends on your profession, but really in my profession, I'm an organizer, so there's no such thing as an emergency. Um So I turn off my devices and live in the moment. Enjoy the moment. Mindfulness. A lot of times we are so, yes, we do these things and we go to these events, but we need to really stay in that moment and not think about all the things like, oh, I'm here, but I could be home washing and I need to work on the strategy. I need to do this. No, stay in the moment. And if for some reason, you know, a lot of you, you're married. You got kids. It's any other. Okay, check your devices every so many. Every so, like one woman, she had a small child, so of course she, you know, when her phone went off, she checked it, and that's fine. But sometimes, but she, she definitely stayed. She stayed with us about three hours. We had a wonderful dinner. It wasn't anything fancy. It was buffet style, and we just had a really good time. About eight of us. So again, you want to think of an activity. Schedule it in your calendar, mute your cell phone, live in the moment, and if you have to, check your phone every couple of hours or so. So I am excited because by popular demand, I have brought back the power keys for an organized you. And, of course, for those of you who have already taken advantage of it, yay, and I love getting your videos. A lot of people have been sending me photos, but the majority of people have just taken their that, that camera, their that cell phone, and just taken some video with narrative, which I love. So basically, the Power Keys package is my e-course and two-hour sessions with me. And, of course, it's like $250 value, but you can get it for $59, and I'm still offering it for $59. Um, and I think I will because we are leading up into my birthday, so that'll be kind of like my little birthday present to you. But the Power Keys for an Organize you Package was created for the do-it-yourselfers, so that's why I offer the e-course, which gives you some strategies on how to work through your project. Then you have your session with me, and basically your session, which you get two sessions with me, you send in pictures or you send in a video of the area you want to organize. When I look at that, we have our first session, and I will give you, I'll ask you a few questions like what's in the corner, what's behind the door, and I will help you develop a strategy on how to organize the space. I've done home offices, um, we've done bedrooms, we've done family rooms, so um, we've worked through a lot of different areas. Then. Depending, I may give you product suggestions. So I give you homework. You come back, you let me know what you've done, and then I'll let you know what to do moving forward. Now, some people have used these strategy sessions for their time because they need some help just making sure that their calendar is no longer cluttered, how to maximize their time and do all the things they need to do. So you can do that as well. So, again, you get an e-course, you get two one-hour sessions with me, Um, And you can use them to organize an area in your home or space, or you can use it to help you organize your time And for an investment of $59. And it's $250 value. So, of course, you can go to JanetMTill.com and just look for the slider. Take back your power, because you want to take back your power over your clutter, over your space, over your time, and over your life. So make sure you take advantage of that. Well, I want to thank all of you who have been um, following me via Facebook and Twitter and and all of the other um, social media outlets, and I definitely want to thank all of you who have been following me at Periscope. I've been consistent, thanks to my wonderful goddaughters, and Aunt Jane, this is all you have to do. So um, last Saturday I showed you how I organize underneath my kitchen sink, which is a lot different than some people do. Um, And then this coming week, I'm going to be showing you how I organize. I have a little closet, which I put all my cleaning items in. So I'm going to show you that and how I just decided to put a few hooks in there to maximize space. So that's usually, so make sure you follow me via Periscope. And, of course, again, I want to thank you for joining me in this blog talk community. Uh, I may not know you personally, but I see you out there. I see the numbers, so I'm welcoming you when you have those of you that have joined me over the past week. And, um, of course, Instagram. I'm loving Instagram, and Instagram is definitely um, taking me to a whole nother level because one of the women who I've been communicating with actually speaks Portuguese. And for those of you who know me, know English is my first language and my only language right now, but I am slowly because she speaks Portuguese, and thank goodness for Google Translate, I can translate her, um, her messages to me. So, therefore, when I write back, I write it in her native language. And I do that. And, and um, I do that because, one, I want to stretch myself, but also because I want to connect with her. And that's what um, Dr. Angela was talking about, is us connecting with people. So that's my way. So those of you who do send me messages via social media, that's how I connect with you. I duly um, value you. And like she said, when you're doing business, you connect with people. But then also socially, you know, I have relatives across the country and around the world. So, yes, I use technology to connect with them, but also every now and then sometimes you could just to pick up the phone and just talk to people if you can't visit them. So um, so I wanted to just kind of share that little sidebar as it relates to our communicating. Um, but Google, Trans- Google Translate is fabulous. I love it. Um, thank you, Google. <laughs> so today is Monday, so you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow to tuesday So I want you to either donate or recycle the old cell phones and old devices. We've had them in our jump for too long, so let's get rid of them. You can donate them to organizations, specifically organizations of women who have been abused and battered, or sometimes our cell phones are just so old that we just need to just recycle them. So that's what I would like for you to do, Toss It Tuesday. Hashtag Toss It Tuesday. And if you decide to donate your cell phone. Just let me know. Especially if you do it on Instagram, I'm um, organizer Janet or Twitter, Organizer Janet. Just say Organizer Janet. Hey, this is what I'm doing, so I will um, be able to see it in the feed. My app suggestion for this week is Elevate Brain it's a brain training app, but it also gives you mind exercises through a series of games and tests and aims some and pulls. Sometimes those of us who are not communicating with people, we need some brain activity. Um, and that's what communication does. You communicate with people and people are challenging you. And, and and also sometimes even in our moments when we do are alone and we are maybe watching TV or listening to something, you need to listen to something that's going to really make you think. Um, it was so refreshing when I went to a friend's house and I saw his history and saw some of the shows. I mean, because I know he's a Games of Rome band, but to see he was listening to Bill Maher, I was like, yes. So, you know, and that kind of evoked conversation. So um, Elevate, brain training um, app, and you can get it for nine ninety nine a month or fifty nine ninety nine a year. I usually try to find the free once, but I thought that was a good one. My product suggestion, because these are all devices, and, of course, sometimes we just, um, you know, Don't like it when our devices are not charged? Universal charge station, a universal charge station from bed, bath, and beyond. Again, my product suggestion is a universal charge station from bed, bath, and beyond. And my repurpose suggestion is, you know, and I I decided on this one, and you can go to my Pinterest page, is because sometimes we need to have a little group activity a little arts and crafts to get our communications going, and that is um, transforming cereal boxes into organizers. You can do drawer organizers. You can do magazine boxes. You can do more. I mean, what a great activity for the kids, even adults, um, to get involved in. Um, And I think sometimes, you know, I enjoyed, I was thinking a few years ago, a group of women, we got together, and we did our vision boards. Um, And it was really nice because we got to share, we got to encourage, but we had to have a conversation. I think we all went out afterwards, too. So my app suggestion is Elevate Brain Training app. My product suggestion is the universal charging station from Bed Bath & Beyond. And my repurpose suggestion is to transform some cereal boxes into organizers. And, of course, if you go to my Pinterest page, you can find all of them on their board my apps that will help you stay organized, products that will help you stay organized, as well as repurpose boards. So I am Janet M. Tiller on Pinterest, so please follow me if you aren't already doing so. And this week's quote is, don't let your past dictate who you are, but let it be a lesson that strengthens the person you will become. And I chose that because sometimes the clutter, even sometimes because we may not consider ourselves, we're an introvert. But don't let your past dictate to you. Be a lesson that strengthens the person you will become. So yes, yeah, so um, maybe you have a little clutter here and there. That does not mean you cannot become organized. Because as I share with you on many occasions, there are women who were very disorganized who are now teaching other people how to become organized, and even the conversations. you know, there were times when someone told me I was, you know, I never said anything, but then I realized it was because of the other person it had nothing to do with me because, I mean, I'm always out and about, and I love having conversations with people. So it wasn't me. It was the way I was made to feel, well, the way I allowed them, how they it rephrase it, the way I allow them to make me feel. So again, don't let your past dictate who you are, but let it be a lesson to strengthens the person you will be. So if you're listening to this and you decide, you know what, I'm going to communicate more with people, then that means that when you see somebody you want to have a conversation with or even just, it could start just by if you see somebody in the hallway, make an eye contact and say hello. Or Maybe you know. Sometimes I know in the grocery store the other day, I'm standing there looking bewildered, and one of the um, customers said, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, okay. I know I put my cart somewhere, but now all of a sudden my mind is blank. It's like where my shop? Where is my shopping cart?" Who could be something like that. Or you know, you see a cute doll, a cute baby. Or the other day I was walking, woman said, "Nice dress," because we had a dress that was similar. So it could be something like that. And then, of course, when it comes to organizing, it could be just doing little things. It could be just taking all the newspapers that you have read, the magazines you have read, and put them in the recycling bin. It could be taking the mail, the junk mail you you don't even want, and either shredding it or trashing it. It could be when you get all those circulars, taking out what you don't want and just tossing it to the side. It could be hanging them up. Put your shoes away. It's just little things. It's little things. So don't let your past dictate who you are. But a lesson strengthens you moving forward. Well, next week we are going to be talking about how to organize your creative space with a fellow organizer, Jennifer Leva. Again, organizing your creative space for all of you creative people, you artists you crafters, you scrapbookers, make sure you tune in for next week. And then we will be having how to organize your health and medical information. And My Body Passport, which I am continuing to fill out, um, co-creator of that product will be on the show and to share with us the importance of really Um, organizing our medical and health information and letting other people who we live with who who our family and our friends know where it is um, and that's important as well and of course we will be ending the month with some falling back into organizing tips so if you have a question a specific question about how to be organized this coming fall I want you to email it to me and just go to com, go to the contact section, and just email me your question, and I will answer it on the air. Again, if you have a question about how to be more organized in the fall 2016, I want to hear from you. So make sure you go to my website, com, and just go to the contact page and just type in your question, and I will answer it. On the air, so we got that coming up, and then of course, um, I'm excited because one of my clients had an opportunity to meet to speak with her. She has been managing multi-million dollar contracts. It's not easy. You have to be organized, and she just shares all the different things, the elements, and how to do that, how to go after it, how to actually manage those contracts. And then, of course, I'm working on a few other guests. And then, on my birthday, I have Nikita. Um, and she will be sharing balance. And unfortunately, you know, I'm having one of those moments. Um, um, thing, thing Pen, T H I G Pen. Um, she will be joining me as my guest to share balance. I wanted to do that on my birthday because I think sometimes as women, we are so focused on goals and strategies and the kids and the husband and the outside activities that we need to begin to put, um, think about you, put, put yourself at the top of your to-do list. So, so again, um, be sure to go to my website and take advantage of the Power Keys package for $59.00. You get the e-course and two sessions, two one-hour sessions with me. Make sure you do that. Also, make sure you tomorrow Thursday, to Tuesday and you donate an old cell phone or you recycle it. And if you have a, a dilemma on how to be organized for the fall of 2016, be sure to go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com and And just type in your question so I can answer it on the air. Well, I want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, your social media network. And please be sure to visit my website at janetmtaylor.com. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter free day. But most of all,